college Redditors, what's the one high school habit each incoming freshman needs to stop doing on their first day of college? I'll start. No longer are you required to raise your hand and ask to use the restroom. Just get up and leave quietly. Don't wear shirts with your high school name, graduation date, class motto, etc. If you sit in the front row with the laptop, actually pay attention. Do not use Facebook, Reddit, or play Tetris. If you're sick, you don't need a note from your parents. Don't eat loud food in class. Please, please, please follow this one. Don't talk loudly in class. People are there to learn. Keep your high school GPA, sports accomplishments, SAT slash ACT scores, and awards to yourself. No one cares. Oh, you were in an AP class? No one cares. You were popular in high school? No one cares. You were a nerd in high school? No one cares. You think your professor is a jerkwad? No one cares. You were prom king? No one cares. In essence, don't take yourself too seriously. Approach college with a sense of humbleness. Don't boast too much about your old self in high school. For the record, when they say no one cares, they don't mean that none of that matters or is worth nothing. It just means that it's not going to affect the friends you make or the activities you participate in. For me, at least, college was a time where I really started to come out of my shell. High school doesn't matter anymore, despite all my dreams taking place there. Your life isn't over if you walk into class late. Just calmly go in and take a seat. You'll be fine. Yes, it will be on the test. After a test, you don't have to stick around. Pack your stuff up and leave quietly. If you're struggling, don't wait to get help. Seriously, if your school is halfway decent, there's at least one other resource outside of your professor that you can consult for tutoring. You will regret letting your pride and or laziness get in the way of passing a class. Finally, if professors offer to read rough drafts of papers, send or take them a rough draft. Not only will you get suggestions tailored to your professor's grading tendencies, but your professor is also aware that they told you your paper is fine, quote, except for. So if they said that one paragraph looked fine and then realized later it should have been expanded on in some detail, they will probably be more lenient. You sought help, they missed it. Oh well. Besides, you'll become a much better writer hearing suggestions from multiple sources. My essay writing has improved significantly because of my professor's input. Edit. So, I forgot this was about habit breaking. Here's a habit to break, so I'm actually answering a question. Don't sleep in class or otherwise ignore your professor. The lectures generally emphasize what your professor thinks is most important and what will be stressed on your tests. Besides, they usually have funny or interesting stories that revolve around the topic. It's fun stuff. Edit 2. Since it seems to be getting mentioned a lot, there are instances in which you do stay after the exam. I suspect, however, your professor will mention it in those circumstances. If in doubt, just ask the professor beforehand. Making up excuses to a professor if you miss the due date for an assignment. It isn't that they aren't listening, it's that they simply will not care. Stop being so embarrassed when your family phones you or comes over. They probably live very far away and came here to see you. Show them some love. Professor here. Number one, don't plagiarize. We'll catch you. If we do, fess up. The first several times, the student said, I don't know how that happened. Remember that uncommon knowledge should be cited. Number two, if the prof asks you to come in for help, do it. We can't help you if you don't. Number three, I can't tell you how many, quote, smart kids have dropped out. If you get so behind that you feel overwhelmed, 
Talk to someone, anyone, and everyone until you get back on track. You may need professional help. Number four, get involved. The more connected you are, the better you'll do. Number five, live on campus if you can. Why? See number four. Number six, you'll get some great professors and some crappy ones, no matter what school you go to. If all of them are great, let me know and I'll put my application in. I'm not being egotistical. I just don't like having uncomfortable conversations with students about their bad professors. Also, who one student feels is awful may end up being your favorite. Number seven, take advantage of electives. Try something you may never get to try again. No more raw dogging it. Please wear a condom. This may seem kind of random and out of the blue, but seriously, college campuses are one of the easiest ways to get STDs. There's no shame in nabbing a free condom if there's a table giving them away. The worst habit you can get into is not being safe. You definitely need to study. If you had it easy in high school, it likely would not be that way in college. Putting your phone on vibrate is not the same as putting your phone on silent. Everyone can hear your phone buzz. Everyone can also see you texting during lecture. Hiding your phone under your desk fools no one. Putting on makeup in the middle of class? No one cares anymore. Some people just drag themselves out of bed wearing a t-shirt and sweatpants. I actually have a couple tips about this. Number one, in my acting classes, it was actually standard to wear comfortable clothing like sweatpants and t-shirts. We do a lot of posing, stretching, laying on the floor, etc. So it was important to wear something that you could actually move in. Tip, if you're signing up for an exercise, acting, or dance class, read the syllabus. It is your professor's Bible. Number two, I was a soundboard operator for a play that had a morning performance, and I ended up waking up about five minutes before showtime, so I had no time to get ready. I bolted to the building in my oversized t-shirt and bright red flannels, did my job, and went back to my dorm. Tip, be sure to set your alarm. And also, nobody cares about what you're wearing. I've seen people in class with rainbow He-Man t-shirts on. It's all part of the experience. Stop checking Facebook every three seconds. It's amazing how much time it will free up for you. Don't shout out snide comments during class trying to get people to laugh. We don't care if that's what she said. We just want to learn. Here's a tip. After you subscribe to Am I the Genius and Am I the Jerk, linked in the description below, don't watch us during class. But you do get brownie points for liking the video and turning on notifications. Thanks for watching. Number one. Be ready to change your major if you need to. What you actually do in a given field of study is often radically different than what you'd imagine. Had a friend go into physics, spent the last two years of his degree programming simulations. Switch early enough, and you won't have too many headaches. Number two, you can sneak into other classes. No one is going to stop or even notice you. Do this a lot, and you'll eventually be able to talk about just anything. Number three, use the library. Steal from databases. Outside of college, knowledge is expensive and libraries are sorely underfunded. Number four, most clubs are kind of BS. Attend anyway. Catch a couple club members outside of the meetings, get a couple drinks in with them, and you'll probably get something closer to what you were looking for. Number five, even if you're living off of your folks, if you can swing a part-time job, get one. Having a bit of scratch makes having a social life a lot easier, and it's going to stay that way after you graduate, regardless of how cozy you are. Having a social life makes having an intellectual-slash-professional life a lot easier, too. The right friends can do wonders for your academic performance. Number 1. 
Make as many friends as possible. Number two, introduce yourself to your professors. You go from number 8675309 to name. Number three, no one is in a clique anymore. If they are, screw them. Number four, if you aren't going to pay attention in class, don't disrupt your classmates with internet conversations or texting. 4.5, professors can easily pick out people not paying attention and will most likely assume that you do not care about your grade. Number five, don't fall victim to no more parents, no more rules, especially on food. Number six, going home ain't nothing, but keeping in contact with your parents is. Number seven, find stuff to involve yourself in, but don't involve in all the things. Number eight, you will meet a crapload of people. Even if you don't like them, don't burn the bridge. Number nine, there will always be someone smarter than you. Don't play know-it-all. Maybe not a habit, but a lesson. And I'm sorry if this is a bit negative or heartbreaking. There will be classes that, no matter how hard you try, you will be terrible with. I enrolled as an aerospace major because I wanted to change the world, despite being more of a history-slash-English person. I, by some miracle, passed my second calculus class with a D. I had absolutely no hope with my third calculus class. I had a tutor, I went to study sessions, I went to office hours, I was housed with engineers. But at that point, nothing could teach me how to get from point A to point B. It was basically magic, with some loose logic here and there. I failed that class, despite all my effort. I'm not saying that you will also fail, but that there will be classes that will be nearly impossible to ace. It's very difficult to get all-around A's. But maybe that's just my engineering school. Here, the engineering average GPA is just over 2.0, I believe. And, no exaggeration, the average math test score is 50% or below, so curving is completely necessary. And, always check the class average before you panic and wait for the curve. I got a 23 out of 100 on my Calc 2 exam once. The class average was a 10 out of 100. My 23% became an A. You're going to class, not the club. Alternatively, to those same students about two months later, you're going to class, not to bed. Giving a crap about what your peers think about you, and having opinions about your peers based on trivial things like whether or not they wear their varsity jacket. But stop asking random people for a piece of gum when they take it out of their bag. Get your own gum. Try not to screw up your grades your first year, or you spend the next three plus trying to make up for it. Also, get involved but don't overdo it. Not everyone can be involved in and the president of every organization on campus, but try something. Don't just go to class and then screw around in your room. Buy into the whole college experience, please. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the US, more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. No, it's totally true. The first year is the easiest to screw up. I spent more time worrying about a particular extracurricular and the fact that suddenly there were parties, tiny high school, barely any social life, and my grades really suffered. Every semester after the first two, I got better and better grades, but they ruined the pretty average score overall. Can confirm, I bombed my first semester. 
But every semester after that just got better and better. As long as you have people around you to support you, something as new and scary as college won't be as scary. Don't bother sucking up to the professors. While in high school nobody liked teacher's pets, being one could legitimately give you an advantage. In college, you are one of thousands of students that your professor sees daily. If you become the classic suck-up, you're probably not going to be well-liked by your classmates, and the professor will just see you as one out of many students, or, worst-case scenario, as a bothersome jerk. Don't be afraid of asking your professor anything you don't understand. While they're held to a much higher standard than your normal teachers, they're still human. That doesn't mean you should interrupt them in the middle of a lecture. What I'm saying is that there's nothing wrong going to the professor after class to clear up your doubts. Expect failure. It doesn't matter if you're smart or even a genius. You're going to a whole different environment. It really is a whole new world you're entering, and getting used to it can be tough for some. The world won't end if you get a C on your first test, so chill. For the love of Godzilla, do not call them anything other than professor. Don't call them mister, don't call them teach, or anything of the sort. Sidebar, this really does depend on the professor. A lot of the professors at my college were on a first-name basis. That's what I love so much about my campus's theater department. Let's go! One last thing. If you're doing any sort of illegal activity, trust no one. I'm not kidding here. Some people will gladly rat you out. Maybe they're prudes that are jealous of you, or maybe they're against what you're doing. Be completely sure you trust who you're hanging out with. You have no idea how many headaches this will avoid. Not giving a crap. I didn't give a crap throughout high school and graduated with the one point something or another. I had no intention of going to college. Spent 10 years in the workforce. Made nothing of myself. Job hopped every year. The last job I had was the longest. I worked there for two years. I was up for a promotion that was then given to a guy six months my junior because he had a degree. At that point, I quit my job and enrolled in community college. The university wouldn't take me. I have recently transferred to said university and am currently maintaining a 3.92 GPA, all because I finally decided to give a crap. If you have a minor disagreement with a professor or find what they're saying is just so interesting, save it for after class. The rest of us really don't give a crap. We just want to get the notes, do the classwork, get the homework, unless it's in the syllabus, and go the heck home. Don't drag us into it. It's boring, and we don't care. And sometimes the professors like to drag the rest of the class into the discussion. Edit, this doesn't apply to discussion-based classes or situations where the professor is outright wrong or inappropriate. Learn to not start a conversation with, so what's your major? Or at least learn to phrase it differently. Personal pet peeve? Maybe. Do every bit of extra credit offered. If you can redo a bad test for extra points, do it. If you can earn extra points for volunteering at some weird event, do it. If you get extra credit for attending every class session, go to every class session. Use every advantage they give you because every single extra point counts. I'm old and back in school, but as an example, in one of my classes, I did so much extra credit that I only needed a 20% on the final to get an A in the class. That knowledge is incredibly valuable when you have three other finals the same week. Send thank you notes slash emails to the professors you love the ones that have made a difference or have gone out of their way to help you. Send it after the class is over and you've received your final grade to avoid impropriety, but do it and be heartfelt about it. They not only appreciate it, but at some point, 
You may need a reference letter if you're transferring or going on to grad school. I have two former professors that will stop me on campus to ask how I'm doing and offer help if I need it. Never forget reference pages. Cite everything you've looked at, even if you're not quoting or using statistics from it, and if needed, buy an APA extension for Word if you suck at formatting. Do not forget references ever. Do not take college like it's on autopilot. It isn't set up for you like high school. You set up your classes, professors, and schedule. Take advantage. Screen your classes and professors so you're not walking into stuff blind. If you end up with a crappy professor or class, you're doing it wrong. Rate My Professor is a beautiful resource. Use it. Also, ask around for recommendations from other students. Your opponent in class is stupid bullcrap. Don't take professors that are jerks or make their class hard just for the sake of doing it. If it's a class that doesn't pertain to your major, find the easy prof and take their class. Bank your easy A for GPA support. If it's a major-related class, get good professors whose classes are only as hard as they need to be. I dissent from the advice here about not being a teacher's pet. I suggest it. Don't kiss up, but take excuses to have sidebar conversations with your professors. Geek out with them. They will think more positively of you, and it can show up in your grade. Not all professors in college grade on purely mathematical formula. As someone who grades a lot of papers and essays, please let me urge you. Do not, I repeat, do not fall into the crowd that sets up, quote, teams for classes. I see this all the time, where people say, okay, I'll go Monday, you go Wednesday, etc., and share notes. You are paying to go to class, so go to class. There are a lot of people who do this and get away with it, but you will very likely end up hurting yourself in the long run. You might hurt yourself in the way of not doing as well on a test because your friend didn't take the best notes, in the way of not preparing in a prerequisite class for a later class down the road, or you may be violating the school's academic integrity code. I just want to take a quick second to address that last one because it's very important, and I think a lot of the people who screw up simply didn't take it seriously. Most universities have a zero-tolerance policy for cheating. You may think you're getting away with it, but I want to warn you, teachers slash professors do not need to tell you when you're caught. You can go the whole semester thinking you're safe, then suddenly get a nasty letter informing you that you need to go see the Academic Affairs Council. At that point, you are almost certainly hosed, and penalties are usually as severe as possible to use as an example. Please do not underestimate this. It's a lot more serious than high school. Furthermore, if you are farther along in your studies, you can permanently blacklist yourself in the world of academia, potentially losing job opportunities or the ability to go to grad school, which is becoming increasingly necessary. Stop thinking that you're the smartest kid around. You might have been the valedictorian of your high school or whatever, but just because you were the smartest kid there doesn't mean that you're the smartest kid in college. Chances are, everyone else at the school is just as smart as you, if not smarter. Also, don't skip on homework slash studying. I was one of those students in high school that rarely did his homework, and I still got good enough grades based on exams that I never had to study for. But in college, those assignments tend to count for a much bigger part of your grade. And most of the time, that homework is going to be much more helpful than high school homework. If you skip the homework, you're likely to have no idea what's going on. As for studying, the exams are much more difficult, and for some classes, the only grades you get are test grades. Mess up on the midterm? Well, you're screwed, since the only other grade is the final. You can't afford to do poorly on one exam, since there's rarely more assignments to buffer your grade. Don't see your professors as, quote, teachers. 
And in no way do I mean that they're not those who teach, but I mean the fact that, at least for me and many I know, throughout your school career so far, the teachers have been viewed as these much older, almost untouchable people who have this huge status over you. Once I got into college, however, every professor I've had has been very approachable about everything. It feels like talking to an actual human being versus someone who could ruin your life by a single word or sentence. TLDR, don't be afraid to talk to your professors like a normal person. Do not buy your books until you know you are going to use them. I have been swindled one too many times by professors that put expensive textbooks on their required reason lists and never reference them. Along those same lines, never buy textbooks for the campus bookstore. It is ever so much cheaper to order them from Amazon or some similar site. In addition, don't crap on majors that you view as useless or pointless. Telling people, <laughs> what are you going to do with X degree, make coffee, is not a good way to make friends. Yeah, I've literally had professors be like, hey, I found the textbook you need for this class online as a free PDF, and I'm sending it to the entire class so you don't have to spend 100 bucks on textbooks. Here you go. Those professors are so goaded. I love them so much. Thank you. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. Put the playlist on in the background to finish listening to all the stories linked at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Genius, give Am I the Jerk a shot linked in the description too. Either way, thanks a lot for watching and we'll see you guys next time.